And we're in, Mr. C. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, Matt? Mate, I'm well. We have just come home from the playground. Uh, it was lovely, but in typical Bavarian, uh, what are we in, uh, autumn style now, it didn't last. Oh dear. So the weather oh has turned cold and I dare say it's going to rain. Uh, good luck to the, the fellow next door who's putting up a big, like, uh, what we call playhouse, um, cubby house. Well, he's German. He's going to have beer with it, so it should be fine. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. You got to yeah. leave it a bit. You can't have it quite at the start. But you know, no, you, you got to have it. Oh, hang on, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. How 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 long have you been out of Australia? Because um, remember, you've got to have a beer when you open the box. You got to have a beer when you read the instructions. What's it? Hang on. You have to. Have... What, what are these instructions which you're talking about? What what are those things? It's the thing that your wife usually throws at you and says, undo everything and read that and start again. Uh, no, 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 but that comes later after you've sort of, you know, you've cocked it up, I thought. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Yeah. I've been gone for 12 years, man. Mm. Wow. And I remember when has I was it, little. Has it, been, has it been 12, has it been that long? Yeah, 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 it was. Okay, let's, let's work this back. It, in 2008... About March, I guess. I don't know. So remember. carry the one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, a mate, uh, I think he was from Brisbane. Uh, he'd moved to Prague and he was teaching English. And I kept in touch with him and I said, look, oh, I'm thinking of like going to Europe and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to come and crash on the floor, mate. Like, so I did. So I was, I stayed with him in Prague for, Oh, it was two weeks or four weeks. I think I'll say four. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I'll move to I'll move to the Czech Republic. That'll be fine. And my mum's just freaking out. And I think after about four weeks there, I thought, no, we're going to continue on to London. Uh, so that was I got there in. Oh, I don't know. I think May. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But what I do know is, about June, I was hunting around for work, and I started with the company where I met Mel at in July, late June, early July. So that was oh, yeah. Uh What are we in now? We're coming towards the end of 2020. So yeah, about 12 years. Carried, wow. one, carried one, dropped mm-hmm. one. So yes, it's been but, a while, mate. But we, we are, we're doing the Australian thing by slightly sliding off the subject today. Yes. So today's, today's discussion, uh, today's, podcast is going to be around the, the fatherly thing of when did you find out that you first became a dad like that that moment when you uh look i, I remember it vividly for me because okay. um allow me to picture the scene mm-hmm. i play basketball with a bunch of friends on mm-hmm. a wednesday night but we play basketball so that we can drink beer so the reason why we play the basketball is so that we can drink the carton of beer afterwards. And to that night um, was the night that I didn't have to drive. So I was, I was designated drinking, not designated driving. Um, so as you can probably guess, I got rather hammered very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. I come home and um, uh, the, 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 the soon-to-be wife, because we, we weren't married at the time with my wife, mm-hmm. um, she looks at me dead in the eye. She said, look, um, come sit down. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is all serious. Very, very serious. Mm-hmm. And um, 
she hands me a forex gold, cracks it, hands it to me straight up. I'm pregnant and burst into tears. And I mean waterworks. I mean waterworks. Oh my God. Um, and, and you know the story about how my wife and I, how we had pretty much like we met and then a few months later she moved out to Australia and then, you know, here I am how many years later with mm-hmm. children and family yep. and yeah. So it was, it, it took roughly seven and a half seconds for it to kick in, like to, for it to wow. really sink in. I like, and Ali's sitting there and those seven and a half seconds, I think about 15 sentences came out of her mouth, like really, really quickly. It was just boom, 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 boom. I'm like, whoa. And it was calming. It was so calming. It was like, you know, just sort of dropped. Like I just went, okay, I'm going to be a dad. And I just went, everything's going to be all right. And I, I, you know, I, I cuddled my wife and said, look, you know, it's going to be okay. Cause she was so worried being from the States. Mm-hmm. She, you know, was worried that, you know, things over there compared to over here, as you know, being in Germany mm-hmm. and back over here, it's, it's all very different medical mm-hmm. in the States. You can go bankrupt for having a baby, which I, I just, it blows my mind. Bankrupt having a baby. Wow. Yeah, seriously, people will go bankrupt because they can't afford the the hospital fees. It's 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 scary, yeah. like the the stuff that my wife, um, being a nurse over there, that that she would hear and see, and you know, it's incredible. So um, yeah, I I sculled that beer. <laughs> you know, Rex. as you do. Oh, it was, it was gold. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's a beer that you can have. On a cold, like, no, sorry, not on a cold, sorry, on a hot day after working in the yard. It's just easily drunk. It's just. <sighs> just giving you shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, yes. look, um, it was, it was a, a calming. It was a really, really calming sort of feeling that sort of like someone just, I, I, I don't want to sound ridiculous because you know I'm not a, a, um, I'm not a very religious person, mm-hmm. but I think the only way I could think about it is, you know, that, you know, that calming feeling you have when someone who cares about you puts their hands on your shoulders, mm-hmm. tells you everything's going to be right. That was the, the calm sensation that I got just, you know, came down on me. It's just, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. So, you very know. spiritual there, almost. Oh, almost, almost. I was pretty hammered though. <laughs> so I guess it's easy to be calm at that stage. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, you know, it, it, it's one of those defining moments, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've always wanted to be a dad and I know you have as well. Mm-hmm. So we've both got that um, shared sort of... Absolutely, uh, yeah. I have no idea where I was going with that sentence. <laughs> shared, shared, um, um, Can you help me out here, please? Sent- mentality, sentiment, feeling, mm-hmm. makeup, feeling, shared feeling, makeup, all that, all that good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, um, it was amazing, you know. Okay. And I have, and when she came into the world, there was a few hiccups, mm-hmm. of course, as as you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, but it was good. How about you? Tell me about yours. 
Oh mate, uh, I'm going to have to tell you a really good story because oh, oh I like fact, a good story to make up for the fact that I actually don't fully remember <laughs> that experience. But um, and I've actually been plumbing my mind thinking about it, and all I've come up with is when Mel came to me and and told me that we were going to have second baby. I can tell you that one, but that wasn't the question. Well, so I can come to that. Well, okay. Um, oh, well, I was going to say, if you want to tell us that one, that's perfectly fine. No, no. The, the one I, 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 I well, the, the one I've had in my head, because we were talking about the like, first time, was when Little Miss was born. And as first, what would you say, first pregnancies can go, you know, it, it's, it can take a lot longer. It can be a lot more sort of stressful and, and mm. so forth and painful and so forth. I mean, as I, speaking personally, as obviously I know, not... Uh, obviously observing <laughs> stop looking at me weird anyway so just um i don't know if we've explained this just look, look, look just to slightly digress true our our podcast this is the very first one so look if we screw it up give us a chance hmm. we're, not we're actually in yeah we're, we're not going to re-record this it's too much fun we're actually in different countries so mm-hmm. Matt's in Germany. Me, Mr. C, I am in Australia. So, you know, it's a, late at night for me. It's what, early afternoon for you? Early, yeah, half one. Yeah, so half one. So there you go, midday, midday-ish. Mm. Ish. So, you know, there's there's a bit of difference. So anyway, yeah, keep going. Yeah, so um, kind of funny because like Mel, I think it's a typical man-woman thing. Like she says one version of the story or one version of events and he tells another. And <laughs> there's some kind of reality in both of them, but who's telling yeah. what actually what happened? Who's yeah. to say? It, it kills it to try and uh, analyze that. So I think she'd been, because, you know, Mel was, was quite well prepared in, in the lead up. And there was nothing I could sort of do, try as I might when, you know, like the contractions were kicking in. And so, so in comical style, I thought, well, fine, if there's nothing I can do, I'm just going to get back to work. It was an early time. Of... <laughs> I know, it was really sad. But out of context, it's even worse. Um, but with context, like we'd moved over to Germany. We had been here. We were in, the, we were in another place then, like a small two-bedroom flat. In, in Australia, you call it a two-bedroom. In Germany, you describe it differently. And yeah. like we didn't actually earn a lot at that stage. So I was just thinking, well, look, I had been... In my mind, I was there. I tried to do stuff. There was, no, 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 there's nothing you can do. Go away. You know, I need space now. So I'm like, well, it could happen. So I'll just wait. You know, I'll just wait up. And I'll just, nothing to do. So I thought I'll just work away because I had a lot of project work on at that stage. So I was working away, working away. Anyway, skipping through events, we ended up going up to the hospital. And at that stage, my German was, oh, can I get a couple of beers and some meatloaf or, or you know, some pretzels? It was yep. pretty poor. Um, no, no, it was it was enough to get you by. You know, it wasn't poor. No, it was enough. You, uh, could you order a beer? Could yes. you order food? Then, then that is, hey, survival <laughs> 101 right there. Well, you can get beer. Everything else is optional, right? Yeah, you just point to belly and mug and... Mm, and you're good to go. And yeah. Plus, plus, beer in English and German just is the same, so just beer. Um, and anyway, so like the night's going on and... There I am sort of helping while like Mel's obviously really tired and 
you know, tired and getting ever more worn out. But the doctors and the midwives are saying, look, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. She's like, look at me like, what am I going to do this for? And I'm like, well, look, I'm, I am not in any way medically trained, okay? They asked you to do that. They've then looked at me like, can you please, you know, because she was just all, you know, I guess just tired and, and, and grumpy as you do when you are yeah. worn out. Well, she's, she's under a lot of stress, you know. I mean, her body's changing. The amount of hormones and, and stuff going through a, a, the woman's body at that time is just through the roof. And look, look, I remember the, the same sort of thing, you know. Um, when I tried that whole... I mean, yeah, yeah. right. Like they, it is, it is, and it's the first time, like first time pregnancies, I guess like any experience, right? It's, what is this? You can, I guess, prep as much as you can. Yeah, you can talk to people, read and all that. But then it's like any experience. Now here I am in the proverbial hot seat. Yeah, exactly right. And that whole breathing thing, I tried to get, I tried to get my wife to do the breathing thing. I'm like, come on, honey, breathe. And she just looked at me and said, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'll you in a second. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, I'm not going to mess with my wife right now. Yeah. Not at all. I'm just going to take a step back. Looks great. Movies, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, the, absolutely. Reality, you know, and then reality is just like, no. So like, there we were. Right. And, and it was okay. And then when she had the epidural, it was, I, I found it really amusing at that point. I believe I've told her about this because you, before she had it all, before, as it was kicking in, you could tell like contractions were coming and they were sort of becoming intense and tense and her like sort of anger and, and tension stuff would obviously rise with them. But mm. then after the epidural kicked in, they had the, uh, whatever you call like the machine that's sort of uh, well, like a heart rate monitor that goes along in case yeah. the drug, like the, the, having a, a reaction to the medication or something. Yeah, they have a, um, uh, I forgot the name of it now. There's, there's uh, the wife, yeah, the, the wife had one not long after. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Well, they had, I think it was like a heart rate monitor for her and for the baby as well. And you could watch, you could watch as the, the I guess obviously the, the heart sort of beat higher or whatever this was printing out. And whereas before you'd be like, she would be like ready to kind of rip somebody. And now it's like, oh yeah, feeling a bit grumpy, but we're all good. So it, it was, a, and this kind of went on for obviously as long as it did. Uh, I don't remember the time length off the top of my head, but the staff were brilliant and I'm just doing whatever I could, which was just kind of being support crew. And then anyway, they would, uh, I might have to cut a bit of this. I don't know. I'll have to clear it with the wife. Um, they were talking about like a C-section because it had gone on and the doctor was just concerned that maybe because of the length of time that that um, bubba was just worn out or potentially yeah. Yeah. too worn out to go through with it. Yeah, because it's a big ordeal for a little kid, you know. And so there was like this sort of rapid fire discussion of yes, no, yes, no, uh, and so on. And then they said, all right, well, how about, well, okay, we're going to do one. The doctor said, we're going to do one more push because she could see that Mel didn't want to do that. And if there was a possibility of not doing it, then she would, that's what her preference was. So they said, all right, well, she, you know, the doctor did a quick assessment and had a chat to the midwife. And they said, all right, yeah, it's, it's safe to at least do this once. And, but okay. if after that, it doesn't happen, then I'm sorry, but out of, you know, like was it, my medical opinion is I'm too concerned for your child and for your well-being as well. So, uh, but as luck would have it, uh, that push and lost all the screaming that ensued in that little room, my, my, my ears, or I swear, my, my hearing has dropped a touch or two. Um, out comes Bubba 
And that moment, that I will never forget, mate. There I am looking that that this little bubba. Because I'd always imagine, I have no idea why, since grade 9 or 10, kind of picturing the memory of where I sat and what school I must have been at. Mm. Um, I'd always wanted a little girl. I just can't tell you. I just did. And there she was. Now, did, did you find out what you were having, what you and the wife were having before? Mm. Or did you wait until the day? That's actually quite comical as well, because we talked about it, said, do you, don't you? And we thought, well, uh, <laughs> this might go into maybe German practicality. We said, well, how can you prepare if you don't know what it is? You buy all this proverbial blue, and then they go, hi, you're a father of a little girl. And you go, oh, now what do I do? So this we'll is see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, the, the, that's just the same. That's, that's Ali, like, we we didn't tell anyone. We said, no, no, we're not going to find out until the day. And mm -hmm. it was funny because when we went to the, the scan that you have, you have that mm -hmm. scan, yep. um, the ultrasound, sorry, and, you know, everyone goes, oh, you're going for that one? You're going to find out? We go, no, no, we're not going to find out. It didn't matter even if we did mm -hmm. because my daughter on that day was like, oh, no, 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 no. And she was turning. She was turning inside, uh, just you know, doing this, doing this, and the the um, radio radiographer. I, 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 anyone listening, if I mispronounce something, that's me being just Australian or just being silly. Sorry, but yeah, she was like, um, "Yeah, I'm not going to be able to tell you what the sex of the baby is, no matter what I do." Okay. I said, "Really?" And the wife's like, "Yeah, she's moving around like she's playing football." Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you know, look, it's. But we've we've done that with all our children. We've we've never found out, and I, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that anticipation. Like, is it going to be a boy? Is it going to be a girl? And you know, I've got two beautiful girls who are just amazing. So yeah, it's just... after their mum. Thank, thank, thank Odin for that. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, like, like, I think we had a yarn about it, uh, about like, you know, uh, are we going to do this? Are we not going to do that? And I just think we thought, well, would it really change much? I, I, I don't remember exactly what we were, what we were, we said to each other, but thought, no, nah, let's, let's just go it. But funnily enough, as, as you mentioned that, like, I remember going to all of the, the, the visits because I went with Mel and I think the doctor was actually a bit surprised because she said, oh, that's strange. Okay. Yeah. The husband's coming to one. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. And then I came to several. And so it was a bit of a surprise that, you know, apparently that the husband would turn up. Maybe that's like a, a non-German thing to do. I don't know. Mm. Um, and on one of the visits, she said, oh, it's going to be a boy. And we went, oh, that's great. That's wonderful. And then I think it was the next uh, one after that. She said, um, about that, it's going to be a boy. You haven't bought much stuff, have you? <laughs> actually it's not and we said hang on how is it you do these things what daily multiple times a day come on come on you... human beings yeah, human you... beings we all make mistakes you well, know true, just... but we, we... oh no it wasn't like we, we weren't the, the kind of going oh you told us and, and yeah now you've got to fix it but like how is it you, you, were, you were adamant before it was a boy and now you're like actually she's like well it was probably like, as I looked at the, what do you call it? Like the, the image at that moment, it seemed mm. like it, but it was more maybe like shadow or, or shadow light yeah. moment. Yeah. And so she, we said, so this, you were sure last time. Are you sure this time? She's like, absolutely. And she looked several times and waited and 
Mm. Um, but no, so when, and there was the drama of like, like when during the birth she was, what do they call it? Like they call it a, a Sterngucker here, like a stargazer, I guess would be the rough translation. Like she wasn't facing the right way. And Oh, okay. How, how she came out. Yeah, yep. they had to get her to turn over. And that took a while, but eventually she got there. And out she is not. And I've looked at her, and I've looked at the because she had this kind of good wad of hair, and it was jet black, obviously, well, obviously sort of very deep brown, mm. um, and obviously darker because of just being born. And I just remember looking at it. I looked at her face and went, "Yep, yeah, I see me." And I, I don't know. It was just this weird kind of. I I, I just looked. And then yeah. the thing that hit me, and I, I was just like, "That's my, that's my bubba, that's that's my girl." And and I think it was like almost immediately after I looked, and she was sort of like a bit cross-eyed, and mm. the the midwife was brilliant. Absolutely thought the world of this lady because she's always like looked at me, and, and she's just like this hand is rested on my shoulder, and she said, "Sir, it's, you know, Mister Mister Setter, it's it's fine. Okay, there's nothing wrong with your daughter. She's just like her mother. She's very tired. Give her a good sleep." And I went. And I looked and went, y she's like, you don't have to say anything. It's, you know, like, because yeah. she could see this look on my face. And she said, it's yeah. fine. She's like, you know, give her a good rest and she'll be fine. Oh, obviously, maybe for a bit of a week, you know, she, you know, the eyes now have to be used and get herself mm. settled and all that. And, and, I, and the other thing that I remember was that it was, I was used to so many movies and TV shows. They come out and they scream and she didn't. I thought, mm. you know, I was kind of starting to get a, uh, not a little antsy, not too much, but a little, because it was also so like, well, what, what, what do we do now? Here, here is this baby. Uh, uh, what, what, what is this? You know, like, should, how do you act, kind of thing, before you go. I'm just going to be me. And then the doctor was explaining, doctor or midwife was explaining that you know sometimes they just take a little bit, but eventually it will come. Uh, and then yeah, sure enough, out comes this lungful of crying. I went, yep, she's fine. So after that, you know, obviously they've, um, you know, it's like, I think they, you know, they gave it a Mel, so Mel's a bit all, you know, out of it, as you would expect. Yep, yeah. But, you know, you realised that she was holding a baby. Um, and then they, you know, obviously take them, clean them up, weigh them, you know, hair colour, eye colour, mm. um, height and all that. And so they're going through all those things. So I'm just standing there, like, you know, if you need anything, I'm just right here. And she, you know, the midwife's like, you know, you could see that she had done this how countless times. Hundreds and hundreds of times, yeah. yeah. But she turned to me and then said, okay, so, you know, she's written, I think it was, uh, was it height, weight, eye colour and all that stuff. And then said, so, name? I went, come back to you on that? <laughs> but we narrowed it. Well, see, there is another part of this conversation that in the months leading up, like Mel and I actually got, oh, well. Also, she got irritable. No, we both got a bit irritable because we couldn't settle on a name. Because I thought of these old, these, what I would think of to me as, as a non-German, these cool old German names, and I would just get looked at by Mel and her family of, really? No, that is so natural. <laughs> Where is she going to live for the first few years of her life? That, those names, no, just... And, and then Mel would look at me like, see, not just me. Um, and then Mel would think of some of the, like some Aussie names. I'm like, really? It's been a while since you've been at school, huh? You know, you know, the, the line kids can be cruel. And then mm -hmm. another one was, 
being the last name being Setter and starting with S. Mel was adamant. The child would not have a first name that started with S because she was not going to have the initials yep. SS. Yeah. Oh, and the whole naming process. Like, you go through the naming. It's like, oh, it can't be this. It can't be this. Oh, and, you know, you never realised how many people you hate by just their name. <laughs> yes. Like... Oh, like I the wife and I, we, we, oh no, oh yeah, I know. Well, no, seriously, we were standing in the kitchen, and and um, we're standing in the kitchen, and like, oh, how about this? I'm like, yeah, no, I, and and this was a big no for me. I was like, she goes, well, how about this name? I'm like, oh no, uh, uh-uh. uh, nope, nope. She's like, what? <laughs> what is that? It's a nice name. Nope. Why you got a reason? Yep. <laughs> She's a bitch. Ooh. And and she's like, who who's a bitch? I, girl, I tried to date. I, you know, I, I went out on a date. I tried to ask her out on a date, and she shot me down so bad that it hurt me and cut me. And that name will never be my daughter's name. <laughs> well, I was like, okay, fine, fair enough. And then I mentioned a couple of names, mm. and I got dead silence. And I got that look that said, if you say one more word about this conversation, I am going to stab you. The conversation is done. Yeah. So, it was just like, uh, don't ever mention that name ever again. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. Fair enough. All right. The name will not be spoken in this house. Yeah. And and, and then uh, you go through the names. You go through the names like, oh, you know, um, uh, uh, you, you know how you get the kids. Because, look, we all know kids are mean. And they're going to make fun of people's names. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that for a major fact with with my name, just how it is. Um. Mm-hmm. That'll be another podcast. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, I was going to say maybe we should come to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll come back to that in another podcast. Right. Um, <laughs> so you know the the whole you know what names you know for instance mm-hmm. the Australian one Logan Bogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, and and kids are mean, you know, and it look. No, it shouldn't happen, but it provides thicker skin later on in life so to speak mm. it, it, it it you know depending on the temperament of the child i would have thought exactly right yeah but anyway well the, the, we digress again that's another podcast <laughs> true that is so dear listener many of yeah there, there is so much uh i was going to say fodder yeah so much opportunity for future episodes so yeah um, so so, yeah. so so getting back to the initial mm-hmm is there a piece of advice that you would give to yourself that, that wasn't given to you now that you're a bit older and a bit wiser and, you know, you've done the whole thing with, with kids and all that stuff? What, what bit, of, bit of wisdom, sage wisdom, would you give yourself at that point? Oh, you have opened or, Pandora's box, my mate. I have, I have. Um, I've actually had several um, things that I, I think were kind of sitting in the subconscious for, for many years. Uh, the, because my, my parenting style is, uh, and, and work with me here on this, is partly based on because of the experiences I went through, I'm not going to do that. But it's not the, I'm going to do the opposite of that. The, you know, the, the, the stereotypical, well, I was... Uh, you know, my parents, um, I was going to say spanked, but I'm thinking completely differently. And I was going to not get grotty in the gutter. Um, you, you, you weren't waterboarded, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, true. No, no. 
<laughs> you know, the, 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 I'm familiar or I'm aware because like so many teachers in my family of yep. who, because I was uh, not hit, hit, spanked, whatever, whatever the right word is as a kid. Well, I'm not going to do that because I hated it, mm. but you, but, but it's not, I disagreed with it. Like you haven't thought it through deeply to say, well, what did you dislike about it? Did you dislike it itself? or that your parents or guardians did it, you know, you, you, you're having like a knee jerk reaction. I just won't do that because yeah. I did it and I hated it. Not what they were trying to do, perhaps um, in a very limited way, because you realize how old were my parents or guardian at that time? What did they know mm -hmm. about the stress were? Um, a little water like. Uh, dear, dear listener, apparently my, my audio is breaking up. She's breaking up, Carlton. Um, oh no, <laughs> she cannot do it, Captain. You're driving it over the edge. Just don't have that power, Captain. Um, because, so what I like to think of is, um, whilst, as you know, I think any parent would know, I, you know, the, the kids won't agree with all of the ways in which they were a parent. Mm. Um, I in the first year of, of the, that I was a dad, I think I, I said many times to my parents, when this happened, were you thinking this? And they said, yes, welcome to parenthood, my son. <laughs> that helped me kind of form the, sorry, I realize I'm kind of, I'm not quite on point yet. Uh, it helped me come to see what did I not like in my childhood and think deeper about it and give it mm. more thought and start to ask the question, well, what do you want? What are you trying to achieve with your kids? Sorry, I yeah. quite have my point. And okay, I'm struggling to keep clarity of thought. Uh, what are your red lines? You know, where will you not go? But also know exactly what. right. For, yeah. for example, right? Some people, I don't, I don't spank my kids. But my crux of the reason is, is is this? And I've had this conversation with my dad a few times, and and I think he and I disagree a touch. But we appreciate the other point is how can I say to my kids, we don't solve our problems through violence. If I then go and do that. And I said to my dad at the point that I can reconcile those two things for myself. Okay. Then I'm cool. But at this point in time, I can't, cause I kind of feel like I'm being double standards. And yeah, a friend of mine yeah. said, you know, and that's my reasoning, whether I am or not, that's my reasoning. And a, and a good mate who has kids, number of years older than, than mine said if nothing else and it was one of those awesome the conversation's gone from quite affable friendly chilled between us to oh we've gotten serious now this is the mummy voice she said if nothing else <laughs> you be consistent as much as you can yeah and so now that my thoughts are a bit better together that's one of them is trying to be what you say you're going to do you do it that's, yeah. that's one that that whole consistency whether it be a, a, a sim simple discipline you know for for doing something or uh, being asked to do something or you know something else where you know they've picked up a knife and you're telling them to drop it see with with my two with with my eldest i can't i, I it doesn't matter what tone i use and you know my my you know my background um as well as most you know i can change that tone of my voice to be very authoritarian when it needs to mm -hmm. and with 
with Emma, it just doesn't work. But with with Mia, like I can be 15 meters away, raise my voice a couple of, you know, or sorry, not raise, but raise my voice in volume, but drop it a couple of tones. Mm. And I don't like doing it, but I have the ability to bring it to tears. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not fun, but if she's about to do something that's, going to put herself in danger i'd rather her be a little upset in a few tears and be safe than not exactly yeah so so you've you've still got to have that consistency but you've got to like you were saying i i i don't want to make and it's not mistakes mistakes is the wrong word to use that our parents used um it's it's mm-hmm. we, we we want to do better you know every time yeah like you want to say well one of my things is I want to look at, well, what were my parents trying to do? And I, I, we have had plenty of chats. As I say, look, I'm trying to understand these things. And they're, very, they're quite forgiving and, and open to those conversations. And you're trying to say, okay, well, was that effective? Okay, well, yeah. how could I do better? As Exactly as you said. Maybe if I list out some things might be, it'll help stop me meandering. Uh, one was, uh, this is probably my golden one, is that our kids didn't choose to be born. We chose to have them. As exactly right, yeah. That choice, which was a very clear choice, or we chose to have them should we be uh, uh, fortunate enough to do so. Um, because of that, therefore you have responsibility and you don't goddamn it well shirk it. That's huge for me. Mm-hmm. Now, in saying that, it's not like, oh my God, daddy's there every single waking moment. No, I mean, my God, I'm human. I have a life of my own as, as such. But it's not the... Yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll just do whatever. No, no, you chose to do it. It's their birthday. Um, yep. Your stuff. And if you can, because I appreciate mm. some people are in jobs or whatever, that they're not able to, but they get them when they can. To me, that's yep. the important thing. When you can yeah. do, and you, it, it's important for you. It's not, yeah, well, I've, I've had the kids good. Well, my job's done. No, you've yeah. now got however long. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's huge. Yeah, consistency as much as you can. But I think... Yeah, Absolutely. Um, thing i've been learning through that one is that you can have your off days but that's fine because i think in in having an off day they see that you're human as well yeah you're like exactly right yeah you're not this level that they can't attain so they sort of stop trying Mm. they realize well mommy or daddy um they flunk out but if over the course of the time on average you did keep or keep close to what you said well then you have given that sense of consistency I think it's impractical to expect that every single time that you will always do the same thing because you can be tired. You know, they can be bundles of, of energy from the moment they wake up at 5 a.m. to whenever they crash out. Oh, oh, I, I hear you, buddy. Yeah. And you, but you've got all these other things to think and to expect that you can keep it on every time. Plus, then mm. they get older and you, add, you keep adding more things to that. I mean, seriously, oh. it's realistic. Yeah. I, I think, think the one the one thing I would tell my younger self mm-hmm. um, because I mean, you, you know, you know, my oldest daughter is um, autistic. So mm-hmm. I, we have a little bit of a different household that we had at the start. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing that I would tell myself was to be open-minded more. Like mm-hmm. I, I went through a whole stage where I realized I wasn't going to do a lot of things with them that I'd planned to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because of her her autism i mean she's she's amazing she does these amazing things and she can be so um compassionate and 
empathetic and she's just amazing. And other times I've, it's so hard to, um, because we went through that stage of her not speaking at all until she was like four, four and a half. Um, and I'm going to do a quick little plug to AIU in Townsville because they're amazing. There are some amazing people up there in AIU, AEIU in Townsville. Yeah, you write that down. <laughs> um, I'm writing show notes. No, okay, fair enough. Um, because I, I realise, you know, being being someone who who uh, played sport and team sports and um, uh, and did martial arts as a kid, you know, I, I still think it's amazing stuff for kids to do. I've missed out because I, 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 I can't. I, I, I would feel irresponsible if I taught her something when she doesn't have that level of control, that level of understanding um, that comes with martial arts that you need. So I guess the biggest thing that I would tell my younger self would be to take a breath. It's going to be okay. You're going to get through this and it's going to be hard, but she is amazing. And she has, she's turned out um, uh, utterly amazing. Uh, and me is just the biggest goofball. Um, but she, she's got this, this wild streak through her that, um, before we, like, if I was to go back and, and see me before we had Mia, it'd be like, Mm. dude, you're fucked. (laughs) Cause honestly she's four, she's just turned four now and she has a defiant streak in her. That is unbelievable. And I know where she gets it from. It's really? not from me. <laughs> well, well, no, okay. All right. That may be a little bit from me, but ah, oh, it's, she does this thing where she puts her hands on her hips and you know, the, the, she gets in that stance and she stomps, but she used to do this little thing when she was younger. It'd be, I'm out and do this point to the finger to the, like, get the fuck out. Just get out. And I'm like, yeah, and I'd, I'd be shocked when I'd see it. I'd be like, uh, "Hang on, I'm the adult." <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess. But I guess the biggest thing would be to just for me to tell myself to take a breath. It's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. It's going to be hard. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be tears. And you know, there were there were. I, I sorry to digress a little bit. I remember my first. Um, the first meltdown we had, and I know exactly where we were. We were in, mm-hmm. we were in Brisbane um, at a McDonald's mm-hmm. and we'd just gone through to the McDonald's um, into the car park and we've gotten out, we've gone in, we've had something to eat because she only eats McDonald's chicken nuggets, which I hate. I can't stand them. They taste disgusting, but it's the only thing we can get into her. So we've come out and we've gone to put her in the car and it literally took 45 minutes of fighting like like physical i was exhausted my wife was in tears mm-hmm. i i was really emotional i was almost on the verge i was exhausted and emma was sitting in the back she was in tears she was she'd finally calmed down but she was screamed she um kicked me in the face she punched me in the face she's got a good 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 left hook oh, sorry good left jab not a hook um uh and you know, we were both exhausted and I think that was the moment when my wife realized that we had 
mm. a, a underlying issue that we needed to work out what it was. And okay, Ali, yeah. Ali always knew exactly what it was. But, um, yeah, so that 45 minutes has been ingrained into my head of, of like how, like we've had meltdowns before and some even are just as bad, but that first one, that first one, it, it doesn't matter what you do. You can't prepare yourself for that. No, of course There's, not. So, yeah. I mean, how, how would you prep yourself for that? Unless you had been maybe in like early childhood or you were uh, um, someone who worked with kids. It's uh, funny you uh, mention uh, that. Um, mm -hmm. Being like... The, the wife's done a heap of reading on autism and, and Asperger's and ASD and, and all that. And, um, one of the, one of the ladies up in Townsville actually said to us, she said, look, it doesn't matter, uh, what, what's, what level of spectrum your daughter's on or anything like that. No one understands her as much as you do because you live with her. And it's, it's funny, we've had people come up to us and even my wife said it, you know, people come and go, oh yeah, you know, oh, your daughter's got autism. Yes, she does. Oh yes, yes, yes. I've read a lot of books, Rara. Yeah, but you don't understand the the spectrum for autism is like, it's on a more than 180 degree arc. That, that's the spec. That's how massive it is. It's just huge. And let's get these people who read a few books and read a few things. And we've even had close friends say it to us, you know, and look, no offense to them if they actually hear this, it's not a bad thing. I understand you're just trying to help, but until you live in the house with us to see what we deal with day in, day out, you're not going to understand it. It's like I can, I can go up to someone who's, I've got some friends in my, in my work who have mm -hmm. autistic kids and, and you know, we each have our own differences and challenges and, and you know, mm -hmm. this one does that, this one does that. Oh really? Oh, okay. Mine does this. And you have those discussions but you don't understand what that family goes through unless you live with that family, unless you live with that child and understand it. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, I definitely just go back and tell him, just breathe. You're going to get through it. Mm. You know, there's, there's challenges every day and stuff like that with it. So. I think it's, it's, I, I agree with your point. Like, uh, there is the observed reality. A, a friend said it to me once, like you can see these couple and everything seems so lovely and wonderful. And he says, yeah, but you are seeing basically a photo of those people. He said, you don't see what goes on when they're at home. You don't Ex see exactly right. Yeah. When they walk around the corner or they leave the party. And yes, uh, I, I appreciate your point. You, know, you say people are, are meaning well, but it's, I guess it's like, uh, like when you say the uncle, I guess, cause we're both male. Um, you know, you can have fun. It's all a great time. Then you go, oh, well, this is getting a bit hard. Well, I think it's time to go back to mummy and daddy. Catch you later. You, know, you have yeah, exactly right opportunity, whereas the yeah. parent does not have that. No, no. You know, you're like, oh, I wish I could just toddle off, you know, just for this moment, just for 20 minutes, but it, it's not always practical. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's not practical to do that. You, you just you just can't. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is, and the, the biggest misconception is um, that that some people say, and, and people say it, mums and dads do, you know, oh, I have to go and, you know, um, uh, look after the kids or babysit the kids. No, 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 no. You've got to go and be a parent. Mm. That's what you're yes, doing. That's huge. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's, it's, uh, 
I, I hate that. It's like, you know, you just got to go be a parent. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Looks, we've, I wouldn't say we've lost friends, but we've lost contact with friends because mm. of having kids, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, uh, but you know, friends and that come into your life and leave. And then I've got those friends who are constant and they're just like, they're, they're the uncle, you know, they're the, mm. the, the surrogate uncle or the, mm surrogate grandparents or something like that. And it's, it's amazing that they're, they're phenomenal. Oh, sorry. Yes. There is, there is one story I did want to bring up with this. Mm, okay. I, I have a nephew and um, I have a nephew and niece, my, my brother's kids and the oldest one, um, Zach. And if he ever listens to this, he's amazing. He utterly is amazing that we'll get in further podcast about that, about mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he would call me uncle, be uncle. Not not Uncle Uncle C, it'd be Uncle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, what's up, mate? So when his sister finally had a child, mm. um, we, we were sitting down talking about it. I said, How do you feel about it? And he goes, Oh, you know, it's just it's just gonna be great. I said, You do realise you have gained a level because he's a big he's a big nerd. He's a big Lord of the Rings nerd. He's got Lord of the Rings tattoo on his on his wrist, he's got a, a sword, you know, and he loves all that stuff and he wants my Lord of the Rings. I've got a uh, Lord of the Rings mug that was given mm. to me as a, a 21st mm. and um, not, not 21st, just the birthday, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And um, I said, you do realize you've gained a level. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, I, you have become uncle. And it was like a light bulb had just clicked in his head. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and he's literally gone, I, I am uncle. I have become uncle. I said, yes, you have become uncle as I have become great uncle. And he's like, yeah, just, you know, it's amazing what kids do to you like that. Mm. It's just those little things you don't realize Mm. those, those little bits that kids do that just make the whole process of having kids amazing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, in in some ways, I guess it feels like a cliche, but I mean, like cliches exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I agree absolutely about the point of you know, say, oh, you know, I've got to you know look after my kids. Well, why oh, are you yeah. rolling your eyes, mate? Because they're your kids. Or but yeah, the point about oh, you know, you know, babysit the kids. Going, dude, you're not a babysitter, mate. Suck it up. Yeah, um, you're the parent. It's your yeah. job. It's 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 uh, as much you have. It's like saying in in a, in a marriage or a relationship, right? There are two of you. There, there is the relationship, but there are the individuals as well. I guess so. It's like in the family, right? Yes, you have your time, but you are also that parent. Um, and you, you gave me one in there. I was there was one other rule I was gonna or, or piece of advice. Uh, oh, floating through the head. Yes, that's the other one. Um, and I'm gonna give a cheap plug for one of my gurus is Dr. Justin Colson. He's actually from Brisbane. Um, cheap plug. I've bought some of his books. They're brilliant. They've helped me a lot. Is, and this is, this is one I see, and this is a gripe I have. Is the, and I'm, I'm being a bit gentle as I'm walking into this because I appreciate it's, it. It's really hard. And I think perhaps I was just fortunate. But the, the quintessential parent who I grew up with, and this also informed why I do things like I do them, is the I'm the adult. 
sometimes I think, no, you're just probably several decades older than your child. I wouldn't call you an adult exactly. Oh, look, I, I will put my hand up to say I'm definitely not an adult, but I did have an adult moment. Ooh. Shall we go to the I've had, I'll come back to uh, uh, okay. can, Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. No, no, no. Whichever you prefer, mate. No, no, no. You keep going. I didn't want to lose your train of thought. Um, and my, and I've, I, I grew up with so many adults, deliberate air quotes here, who were, well, I'm the adult now, so I get to basically tell you what to do. And I'm not saying my parents. I mean, just people who were the adults mm -hmm. in when yep. I was growing up. So I've actually come to dislike the word a lot. I'm in charge because I'm the adult and I'm older than you are. Or I have kids, therefore, I'm in charge. And what you say doesn't count. You yes. can say whatever you want to say, little little person, pat on the head. Yes. Yep. But ultimately, if I disagree with it, even if I'm a complete idiot, I have no training in that field at all. And you actually have maybe read something and you quoted it verbatim. Yep. Um, because I disagree with it or don't like it, you're wrong. Yep. And I, th th that mentality, I think that's a mentality that um, has gone through from the, uh, the generation before us and then our generation, because I know... I still do it to this day that if someone, uh, and I'm only just starting to learn it, I think probably the last five to 10 years that, you know, some people who are older than me may not know much about a subject that I know more about, mm. you know, and stuff like that. And, and unfortunately that, that generation, if you show them up, especially in front of people, they really don't fucking like that oh, at all. No. They like, fucking detest it. Like no one's going to be like, no one, I assume would like to be kind of made to feel like an idiot. No, right. exactly right. But some people seem to take that to an extent of like, you made me look foolish. I'm like, no, I was actually very gentle about how I did it. If you, yeah, if I, yeah. I could have done it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I did it with a fluffy dice toy or something like yeah. that. And you're still as precious as old get out. So yeah, <laughs> um, but it's, it's that. And I notice it in, in others and I'm sure I, I do it from time to time. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, like, I guess I do. Because, you know, you learn things and you don't uh, fully appreciate the stuff that, you know, the lessons that you have learned that sit in your head. Absolutely. And so I guess where the, the long train I'm getting to is what I try to do is appreciate this. One, that every person born, they have the full gamut of emotions, no matter what your age is. But it's, it's especially important for me to appreciate that when that kids have all the emotions that I have. However, what they don't have is the years of time and the lessons hard learned or someone sat with me to say, yep, yep. this is what this, you're, what you're feeling right now. This is what this is. This is what it possibly means. If you go and you do this because you're feeling that, because I can see it in your eyes, that would be really bad. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, to help you... Uh, understand what you're feeling to not say, well, you better go deal with that feeling, right? Go, well, I don't know how to, cause I'm little. Okay. Mm. This is maybe the first time, well, not first, but the first time you're consciously aware of what you're feeling before, you know, like when kids are little, they just act. There is no thought because maybe the brain hasn't developed to that point to appreciate any sense of any level of introspection. It's just, blah. Yep. I feel angry, yeah. rag. I feel tired, crash. Yeah. To get to the point, I don't know, what is it, about five hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, sorry, just to go back, the yeah. whole feeling tired and crashing thing, yeah. that doesn't happen in my household. Okay. What, what is that like? Because 
well, it, it it doesn't exist here. Like, like uh, seriously, the like it's it's late here, as you know, and um, I'm pretty certain that my daughter, my se- my second daughter. Um, and we're trying something tonight because they both have iPads. She will get up in the middle of the night, go get her iPad, take it to the room and go and play on it. And she was up last night like that. I don't know how long she had about 86% on her iPad. So she was up for a while watching mm-hmm. iPad in the middle of the night. So when I come out in the morning thinking, oh yeah, I can't sleep anymore. It's like six o'clock. The sun's up, you know, it's some, it's starting to get into summer here. So the days are getting longer. I get up and I'm looking at my watch. I turn on the TV. I'll grab a grab grab some water or something. You know, mm-hmm. think about breakfast. Don't don't eat it straight away. Just think about it. And you know, roughly about six thirty, quarter to seven. Mia will get up. Seven o'clock. Emma will get up. This morning, nothing. I just kept watching TV. Got hungry. Had something to eat. Come back. They didn't get up till like quarter past eight in the morning. And that's when I found out that Mia had been up. Emma must have been up. I'm like, kids, if there's one thing I can tell you is learn to sleep. Enjoy it. Because when you're an adult, you don't get much of it. (laughs) Sleep, it's a magical thing which we don't get anymore. I was in bed till seven today, mate. That was huge. That's a sleep in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a saying. massive sleep in. I mean, the, the 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 kids were next to me, and so I was kind of awake. But I looked at the clock and thought, I'm I'm still in bed. Oh, this is bliss, man. Still tired, oh. but um, but yeah, like I I think on that point that I was making earlier is, you know, they have the full gamut. Oh, ours ours do the oh I'm not tired. Like, you want me to tell you how I know you're tired? Oh, is it tomorrow? Oh, oh, and it's those telltale signs, mm. those those things. They just like I'm not tired. Yeah, you that's are. One. <laughs> that's one. That's one. <laughs> that's one. I'm not tired. Yeah, and, and they just hold, drop. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't quite hold yourself. It's like mm, that's a that's two, and they give little miss gives this look of I am not, and you don't know that. I'm like. Oh, but I do. Should I go on? I'm happy to stop if you're not happy about this now, but <laughs> I'm going to do the whole, you know, breathe and the look of, you know, I know I'm right. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's... okay. You don't want to know. No, that's all right. I'll just tell you tomorrow. <laughs> mm. um, but that's the, I don't know. I, th- I think it was in one of the books. Actually, there's another book. I will link to that also in the show notes uh, by a fellow called Steve Biddulph. My, uh, one of my aunts uh, linked me to it. His books are just amazing for understanding. Actually, what they're amazing for is you learn more about yourself than actually, you know, you're preparing, well, mm. preparing to have kids or your your kids some age old and you want to better prepare yourself. I, yeah. I wrote to her a couple of times saying, I'm learning more about myself than about kids. She's like, thought you might. Good, good. You know, yeah. so it, they're brilliant. Um, but I think that's where I got it from that, they're born with a full gamut of emotion, but with no semblance of what it is, where they come from, what triggers it, what I do with it, 
how uncomfortable some can be and all those things, right? So that's part, that's one half of the side of the coin. The other, Absolutely, yeah. And this is the hard one, and this one has taken me years of practice to get to where I am, is, um, and I might come across as a touch condescending, I don't mean to, but it, when they have, when the kids, are, they're walking and it's amazing for the first time, when they're doing the things that you like, they're engaging in the emotion in the emotions that you like, right? That's cool. Mm. But when they're angry, well, and I appreciate it can be hard because you know it's you, as I said, the emotions that you don't like or find uncomfortable, they're still them. That's still part of who they are. Mm. My, my point about that is, I am I, I um through what would you say like a miasma of of childhood memories i love that word my miasma i like it it's it's a big miasma yeah oh that was from the dog anthony all stars i first heard that and there's a big miasma of shit here in front of me and there's another (laughs) miasma off to the anyway um yep and this could get me absolutely actually this get us some good listeners because i could get really ram heckled for this oh i've known yeah yeah, do it do it (laughs) Do I know a lot who say, oh, I love my child unconditionally. And my perception is, mm, no, well, define unconditionally. Because you're there and it's wonderful whilst they're doing the things that you want. Yeah. And the I'm, minute I'm, they I'm, don't, you away. just go, get out. Get out. Go away. Something like, and you come back and you figure that out. Oh, man, we're, I'm going to get so freaking flamed for that. And so it's so what I feel this says is I love you when you do what I want, when you're doing the things that make me happy. So in mm. part it's and this is this is such a huge thought bubble. Partly yeah. it's I love you. So obviously you get from me when you do what I want, and but also mm. life's about me. So long as you're pleasing me, then you're okay in this house, and you've got all your privileges and rights and stuff. But when you don't yep. do the things that I want. Get out, go away, fix it, and come back. But then, yeah. for a little kid, you're like, but if if you could assume that a child could articulate to a, like a, mm-hmm. a university level, right? The child thinking, okay, but I don't know what this feeling is. So okay, I'm gonna go. So you've sent me away. So you haven't helped me. Yeah, exactly okay. right. And we're assuming yeah. we're all kind of in a in a firm, calm state of mind. Yes. But, so I've got to go away because you don't like it. Um, what do I do then? And how long do I wait? And when I come back, I haven't learned anything. Well, the only things I've learned is prick, mongrel. Whenever I'm, whenever I do something you don't like, I've got to go away. So when I'm bad, so I have to leave and fix it on my own. But you won't help me to fix it. Exactly how right. How am I going to fix and, it to get better? And yep. I should. And, and the the way that the way that I've sorry to jump in there, the yeah. way that I've learned to combat that. Mm. Sorry, that, that's the only one I can think of at the moment. Is, um, yeah, like, I, I, I look. I'm going to put my hand up and say that I've done that. Like, go away, go into your room, have a think about it, and then I go. She's she doesn't understand, so I then go right. Go, let's talk about it. What did you do wrong? What did you do? Was that the right thing to do? No. What should you have done? Should you have done this? Should you have done that? Mm. And it then 
it it takes away from that where we probably no offense to our parents, none at all. None meant. Yep. They look. I got told that go away and have a think about what you've done. Yeah, and come back when you're ready. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't help. You need to you need to have that little bit of understanding. You know, and I think that's where I've started to become a better parent. I'm not a great parent. Same. By by no stretch of the word, you know, mm. I'm getting better. Because, I mean, look, there's no manual. No one gives yeah. us a friggin' manual when we oh. leave. They just go, here's your baby. Here's some diapers. Here's some wipes. Mm. See you later. There's <laughs> a door. Mate, I get told that actually, my mum tells me, no, no, there actually is a manual. Here's how it works. Right? The baby, every child is born with a manual. However, and this works for when, you know, the generation when I was born. So mm-hmm. the father isn't there, right? So the mother's there, right? right? And she's exhausted from all the, the, the long labor and, and giving birth to a child and, and, and all the Dealing with on. people and doctors and their God complex and all that other crap. And now it comes the baby with the manual. And then the, the midwife, right? Places the manual down on the table, cleans up the baby, cl- you know, clips the umbilical cord, yada, 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 hands the baby over. And then whilst the mother is then kind of exhausted and delirious, the, the midwife takes the manual, whoops it out into the inferno. Then you go, oh, I'm sorry, no, no, no manual here. No, don't know. That bitch. See? It's the midwife. But mum said to me once, but you're so exhausted, you don't notice that she's doing it. And then before it's too late, you go, I'm <laughs> sure there was good. something else that came out with that child. <laughs> That's awesome. See? Like... The midwives are in on it. And they're doing it because someone probably did it to them, you see. It's funny. I've actually got a couple of friends who are midwives, so I'm going to uh, go and have a, hmm? a a good bitch to them and go. Strong word. Strong word. Mm. Bastard. You just say, "Hey, bastard." I've been informed about what you're doing. I I know, I know. You get rid of the manual. Look, watching look, you, looking at you. So yep. that's my and I'm meaning it in that. Like, man, I'm I'm, I'm no. I haven't done no study in early childhood, anything like that. I have read some books to try and uh, not be so like reactive going, oh, what happened there? Oh, I've got no idea. I'll try and wing it on my own. And obviously you chat to people and try and collate stuff. I wanted to be a bit more resourceful, I guess would be the right word. Um, but that's just the thing I, I, I come from because I was quite an emotional hothead of a kid. And no, this is no, really? No, no, I, I, I know it's hard to believe. Isn't I, it? I can't believe that at all. Not at all. No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so as always the usual caveat of this is not a negative reflection on my folks, right? You, you are where you are. You do what you do. Um, but so it's, it's a wish. And, and also I'm remembering my version of events, right? Exactly. And, right. At the time going, well, yeah, what happened in the 10 seconds before that was this. So, but based on that feeling was, I wish someone had, when I would, well, instead of saying, go off and have a think about it, my common thought was, I don't know what to do. What did I do wrong? I, I don't know I, what I I can do. actually I remember. Something. Yeah, so I, I, I can remember I in those times. Me. Exactly right. No, no, you're right. Yeah, I, I remember those times in myself where I went <laughs> and I got told, you know, go off and have a think about what you've done. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I meant to think about? What did I do? Um, I did that. Yep. I gave a guess to what I was doing, but how am I wrong? It's, 
and you can't do that. You know, like, we, and, and, and that makes it hard. And also, they may have tried. So I want to put the caveat in to try and fill out the blanks that I have or the, or, the, or the holes that are in my memory and recollection of events is they may have tried and been so exasperated. I'm just saying based on that kind of overarching memory and that, and that helplessness to go, well, what do I think about? So I just try that. So that just informed my thinking. And I go, okay, look, so what happened there? And one of the common lines I will say with our daughter, because the little man, he's just not there yet is when you know she'll just lose it and scream and, and all the other things that kids do when they don't get what they want or they're exhausted mm-hmm. and exhausted and hungry. oh yeah you know the whole gamut is just little by little keep repeating so hopefully like i work on the analogy of how do you build like a like a man-made island well you keep dropping pebbles in and you won't see a lot for a long time but eventually you'll see this island start to come out of the water that's my analogy it will take a lot of these things um, and as mum and interjecting, I guess again, when mum said to me once, she had an experience with someone who had these, who had adult children, and these were brilliant, wonderful people. And this other, I think, mother remarks, "Oh, how did you, how did you raise such wonderful kids?" She said, 18 years of solid effort." And I'm still, you know, and it's still a work in progress. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. So I work on that. It's each little piece is just a pebble in a proverbial um, um, lake that I sit with her and say, obviously when she's calmed herself down and I work with her to say, look, in through, you know, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth and she'll be crying and screaming and rah, I'm like, in, out, you know, pointing at, gently touching yep. her nose or pointing if she's worked up. It, to it, absolutely, yeah. And just teach her, okay, just bring it down. It is, it is the fundamental thing that we learn when we first come into this world is breathing. And a lot of people don't realize how good it is to just sit and breathe mm-hmm. knowing that whole um, in through the nose, out through the mouth. And um, there's a, there's a, a thing that um, military guys do mm. to uh, a self calming. And it's when the kids are older, I want to, I want to want them to learn it. You breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four. Oh, that's interesting. Breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four. And it's just, uh, it slows your breathing down, reoxygenates yourself, and it brings you back into focus. Mm-hmm. Now, I've done it a couple of times through my work um, when I've needed to, um, even in my personal life when I've had a, a, an issue or a struggle that I've been going through. You take that five minutes and you just go, well, the day has just turned to a bucket of shit. I've got to breathe, you know, take a breath. And, and you know, I still, to this day, I still have work colleagues say to me, look, Corey, you know, you, you, you've just worked, you, you've just gone too fast. Take a breath. Because sometimes to do that, I get, you know, I get the side blinders on and just, job's there, task's there, let, you know, let's get into it. And um, you know, take a breath, you know, whew, chill. And the other thing is, and go into it. Was it like breathing through your nose? Is uh, how does it work? It goes down to the bottom. Well, one, it's it's a smaller opening than your mouth, and it mm. goes down to was it out the side and down to the bottom of your lungs? So and yeah, feels it. Yeah. Whereas uh, through the mouth is like you know when you see people when they're running and when they're hyperventilating, it's a shallower breath. Yes. Yeah. Um, I believe so. Yeah. 
I think that's it. So if you want to, if you want to like run or be energetic, if you have to move quickly, it's through the mouth because it's short, sharp, shallow breaths. Whereas through the nose, it's, it takes longer to get the breath through. And it, I think mm. it just the pathways run to the bottom of the lungs or something. And it's yeah. a much more calming process. Um, but that's anyone listening, we are not trained medical professionals. So if we get something wrong, we apologize we cannot, now. <laughs> and I don't know about Mr. C, but I, I don't know how to do CPR. So, uh, you know, I'm just winging it. Um, oh, I, seriously? That, that is a skill you really should have, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I'm feeling that I should know that. Yeah, you should. Okay, honestly. So like, look, yeah, write that down. Writing, um, writing. Writing, yeah. Typing, writing, typing, yeah. Well, I think that's... Uh, Oh mate, that's gonna, uh, that's about time. I was going to finish up that last one, yep. which is uh, my 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 what would you call it? My meditative lesson with little miss is when she's cooled down enough. Because I work on, um, I've found enforcing the uh, encouraging her to do the breathing is good by because like anybody, when you're all wound up and you're hyper or you maybe there's tears running down, it's for hard for anybody else to understand what someone's saying or all of it, mm-hmm. and she would blurt something out like mommy did this or, or, or I fell down or whatever, but there would be bits. I go, nah, missed it. But that I think was, was critical. So I'd ask her again. And the more often I would ask her, the more wound up she would become. So now yeah. we've done it enough. I'd say, well, okay, you can breathe. Or if you want, you can, you can say whatever it is going on, but don't get irritated. Oh, sorry. How are you, how irritated do you think you're going to feel when I ask you several times to say, can you say that bit again? I missed it. And you see the, the you see the appreciation here in the eyes, so it, we've made progress. And the yeah. other bit was, I'll say to her just calmly, regardless of what went wrong. It's like, what did you want to achieve when you were like dropped to a, a ball on the floor or you screamed or whatever? Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, this 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 is this. Tell me. Pause for effect. Did you get it? No. <laughs> and it's that. No, and yeah. the head drops. It's the yeah, it's the sinking no, right? It's like ah, oh, no. <laughs> and then you look at it, and you don't. It's it's not trying to be judgmental because it, I think that would defeat the point of what I'm trying to do. It's the that didn't get you what you want, did it? Actually, I think it got you something, but it didn't. That I don't think that's really what you wanted because, you know, for example, you know, you, your kid loses it in the middle of a big family gathering. Granddad stormed off. Mum's unimpressed. Dad's just, I can't believe you did it kind of thing, right? He's like, you mm. got something. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think what you got was really what you're after. So it's like, no. I want this penny to drop or I'm hoping this penny will drop so you appreciate. Yes, you feel frustrated and you vent. Nothing wrong with venting. But that is not going to get... That's for you to kind of go, I'm just really pissed off right now or whatever. That's exactly. not going to get yeah. you someone to go, oh, sure, I would love to help you ride your bike now i'm absolutely there while you're screaming in my ear no not gonna work mm. so just little by little hopefully it's okay daddy i'm hoping maybe something like one day it'll be daddy i just not now and they do the whole you know walk out you know stand in the field scream good now okay so what i was trying to say was you know exactly right and yep see... and, and we all do it we all get to that level where we're just like you know, you, you throw your bat and ball down and go, that's it, I'm going home. That's yep. it. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm Screw done. You all. Screw yep. you all. I'm out of here. Yep, and that's it. You just, just, oh. And, and sometimes you may need to do that, and kids may need to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. So, man, that's a whole... That, that, that was an interesting first, uh, first episode, Mr. C. It was, it was, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of things. Of, we've, I, I think my cats have gone nuts at the moment, so um, you can probably hear them in the background. But yeah, no, that was, uh, that was a very, very good um, uh, first. Static. Very look, a, a lot, lot came out of it. Mm. Um, if you could see, I, I just want to. If you could see Annie and Benjamin on the way out, they'll fix you up with your account. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, uh, I think we'll, we'll leave today's podcast uh, mm-hmm. where it is right there. I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in and listening. Um, right. Absolutely. I will, I will type up the show notes, Mr. C. And Oh, I'll, I'll oh thank you very much. It's Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Yeah, and thank everyone for listening to us uh, ramble on about some mundane and silly. But we didn't do any inappropriate jokes, which I'm very impressed about. Give it time. Give, give it, it time. time. Yeah. Give it time. <laughs> Absolutely. Give it time and beer, or whiskey. And, uh, oh, or whiskey. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. I digress. Uh, says. <laughs> we could keep going, especially if there was beer. Oh dear. Yeah, we could do. But yeah, it's yeah another time. <laughs>